Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon or early evening, whatever you may see fit. It is the Thursday 30 of WrestleNomics. I am Chris Gello, joined alongside Brandon Thurston. I, I don't know if how they see fit really matters, does it? I don't think that most people have control over the time of day or where the sun is positioned relative to their place on the earth. So Five o'clock is debatable, though, for afternoon, evening. Yeah, but we're the only two people who are experiencing this at 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But if they were to watch it any day, any time at 5 o'clock. But yeah, uh, as as we uh, digress here, this is a Thursday 30, so we uh, got to cover a lot in a short time period. Uh, we're going to discuss the uh, AEW ratings that have just uh, came out, including quarter hours. Uh, we'll discuss uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow was an interesting day because Raw and NXT are leaving Hulu. Uh, and we will also discuss... Uh, SmackDown ratings in correlation to Hulu. Might be Hulu. Yeah, we'll discuss. We'll 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 get into it. SmackDown ratings in correlation to the White Rabbit. Uh, We got a David Zaslov comment and much more on today's edition of the. If we get to it, if we get to it, we might not get to things that get pushed to Mm -hmm. Sunday. In any case, um, we can begin. I suppose Uh, we'll we'll begin with the uh, the dynamite rating. but first, uh, this is the Thursday 30, and this is going to be a subscriber-exclusive podcast beginning in November, but it's free for everybody throughout the rest of September and the rest of uh, the entirety of October. So every Thursday, we're going to drop this. We're going to put it in the WrestleNomics Radio free podcast for that free period. We're going to put it on YouTube for everybody during that free period, and we're going to put it also in the subscriber feed for everybody. Uh, so anyway... There's also, we should probably let everybody know, uh, you may have heard uh, other other people in the uh, the Patreon universe discussing this. Patreon has finally allowed us to bill people on their own separate individual schedules. So it's not the case anymore that the first of the month is the best time to sign up for the Patreon. Any day of the month is the best time to sign up because you'll be on your own 30-day schedule going forward forevermore. Um, everybody that's already a subscriber, you'll just continue to get billed every 30 days as you are. But anybody new, any day 
is good to sign up to get the TV uh, ratings reports that come out nearly every day, the core hour reports, uh, the Russellomics viewership spreadsheet, slides, and things of that nature. Um, we also had a podcast, podcast on Sunday that's on YouTube and in the free feed if you haven't already checked that out, discussing celebrities and wrestling and other topics. Uh, the Dynamite rating, though. What was the Dynamite rating, Chris Gall? Do you know? Yeah, so the uh, you've, Dynamite... You've, you've read your uh, Russellomics uh, ratings report twice, I think, in anticipation of this moment. Yeah, so uh, we have dropped under a million for the uh, total viewership. We're at 990. Oh, my God. It, it went that low, <laughs> under a million. Yeah, under a million, 990,000. Oh uh, and we got a point three four in the 18 to 49, so a drop from last week. This is the uh, lowest total viewership since August 17th. That's true. Um, how long? Oh, this is a month, month and a half. Um, it's been a million for a number of weeks in a row. I think we have the the, the last many weeks here going back to June. Um, this is the first time it's gone under a million since August 17th. Uh, demo rating. This is, I guess this is the lowest demo also since August 24th. Um, but this is only one ratings point lower than last week, which was Grand Slam, which you would expect to be a highly viewed episode. But it was only... Not that it was it was less viewed than the week before, which is not a, a highly anticipated episode. Um, you know, as I was putting these, these slides together and, and, you know, anticipating us doing this episode, I was thinking, you know, I, I, I don't believe in – I know other people will go over each demo and things like that and, and ascribe a narrative, a story to why the rating changed. Um, first of all, we're, we're dealing with a sample. Secondly, we're dealing with a really an, an organic – situation here uh where you know there's a linear broadcast and there's other things going on uh, most most importantly this week we had um where is the the chart there it is hurricane ian yeah is that how major news story. It? yeah ian i believe yeah um caused a lot of destruction in florida and dominating the top seven of the eight top slots that are above dynamite dynamite only ranked number nine this week it did a fairly normal rating, though, I would say, in the demo, uh, but it only ranked number nine, 20 overall, which would be its lowest rank in a long time. Um, I don't know when it would have even ranked as low as nine before, probably a long time ago when there was other big events in the news being covered. Uh, in any case, the Weather Channel was the winner here for 1849, if you want to call it a winner in the case of, of hurricane coverage. Tucker, Tucker Carlson was also... Uh, above one slot above dynamite um i know you watch tucker carlson all the time given your bow tie so was he covering the hurricane too uh i can deny those rumors <laughs> that i do not watch tucker carlson because okay, of the bo- okay. no i i do not no no i i do not watch Tucker carlson i am the bow tie you, you, you met him and he gave you his bow tie that's why he doesn't wear the bow tie anymore and you do no, once again, these fa- false narrative. Where are you? Where are you getting your info from, Brandon? These allegations are without merit, and you intend to vigorously defend yourself against them. You know, here I am. I'm working with children, spreading false lies and rumors. And where's my muffin and my seltzer? All right. the The number one slot, Storm Center, at five o'clock p.m. That did a point four seven point four seven. So that's like that's a little bit higher than what Raw did this past Monday to give you some idea of how many people were watching the Weather Channel. Um, Two point nine million viewers. Again. Dynamite did a 0.34.34 and 990,000 viewers, just 10,000 short of a million. Um, 
I don't view this. I view this almost positively, you know, considering their their you know attention was averted elsewhere to a, a big news event. Um, things are everything is down to to a similar degree across the demos. I don't think there's much to analyze there. Um, if you if you look at uh, men twelve to thirty four, in fact, the most viewed show was Dynamite. For whatever that's, I mean, that's not a huge deal, but that's that's something. When all it's said and done, it, it was a successful month for them TV ratings wise. I think, in comparison to most of the summer. Yeah, I, I mean, there were those. What what did we have here? They had the I would say these three weeks here, which are the 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 seventh, the fourteenth, yep. and the twenty second. Yes, the first three, three weeks of September, uh, where they did nearly a point four zero for those weeks. Um, it's pretty good. Um, it, ratings can always be higher. The Super Bowl rating could always be higher, uh, but this was pretty good, and they continue to rank highly. Uh, this is an exceptional case where there's a, a big event in the world that's happening that uh, outranks them. Um, quarter hours, which all subscribers will have access to. Um, a new invention added to the quarter hour table here. I'm now, and this is not just for Dynamite. I'm going to do this for everything going forward. I went through all the Excel spreadsheets, I think last night, and I did this. Um, we're going to identify which quarters had ad breaks in them in the table. And in the case of Dynamite that has picture-in-picture ad breaks, those are also going to be identified. Um, if you're if you're seeing this on YouTube, you, you'll you'll have a better idea of what I'm saying. Um, so w- where this is meaningful is that we can now say just by looking at this table that in quarter hour two and in quarter hour six, those two quarters had two ad breaks in them. They both had one traditional ad break and then they had a picture-in-picture ad break. Bearing those things in mind, one would expect that those quarters would take a disproportionate negative impact. Um, anyway, I literally just punched these these numbers into the into the spreadsheet right before we hit record here. So I have not taken any time to look these over. We do have our automatically conditionally formatted cells filled in here that that tell us, hey, this one performed five percent uh, five percentage points better than than usual. This one per- performed five percentage points worse than usual. Um, in the demo, we have no green positive boxes filled in. We do have three negative boxes filled in though. Um, those three negative boxes are quarter hour two, quarter hour three, and quarter hour seven. What was in those? Quarter hour two had Brian Danielson and Matt Bernard, which went through a picture in picture ad break. This quarter also had a traditional ad break in it. Again, that was one of the quarter hours we just identified a moment ago saying that had two ad breaks, one traditional, one picture in picture. Um, it also had the Juice Robinson and John Moxley video. Uh, and then quarter hour seven, another one that had two, well, no, it did not have two ad breaks in it. It only had one picture-in-picture ad break. The one that had two ad breaks in it is quarter hour six, which in the demo did work a little bit worse than usual, almost was filled in red. It, it did it did, it did about five. There must be like a rounding error there to, to just keep it from, from triggering the red box. Um, but anyway, this quarter hour seven uh, – lost 8% of, of the viewers, quarter hour seven of late in the last four weeks has been losing almost no viewers. So what was in quarter hour seven? Andrade, Butcher and the Blade, Private Party, Matt Hardy, Angle, that backstage angle, Ricky Starks and Eli-ism, is that how you say that? Uh, a Jungle Boy promo and, and the beginning of the Chris Jericho and Bandito match going through a picture-in-picture ad break. Um, 
we don't really have positive stories to tell here. We can say in total viewership, quarter hour four, the last one before the top of the hour, did gain 5% in total viewership, whereas it usually that quarter gains, or I'm sorry, loses 1%. So that overperformed in total viewership, and it did overperform in the demo. Uh, the only one that really... Again, I'm looking at this stuff for the first time, but that is the only quarter that overperformed at all in the demo. If you see what I'm saying there, did a plus three, plus three percent in the demo quarter to quarter. Usually that quarter loses one percent. Again, I'm talking about quarter hour four, the 845 quarter that had John Moxley versus Juice through picture in picture ads and a post match situation with, with Hangman uh, and MJF. Is that right? Hangman and, oh. and MJF? MJF did something with Yuta last night. Yeah. yeah. So maybe MJF belongs in, only in the following quarter where he, where he is labeled. Takeaways from this? Do you have any takeaways? And then I'll, I'll, I'll debate you. Uh, I'll, I mean, you know, uh, obviously the hurricane coverage was the big factor. I, I, mean, I, I mean, like the quarter hours specifically. Do you, do you because – we shared later, and people are going to derive a narrative from this. I, I wouldn't. Narrative. I wouldn't say this. I wouldn't say the sky is falling. You know, what I mean that. You know, dropping in the second quarter, it could be just a. We know it's a natural effect from the Big Bang Theory. People probably tuning out. Uh, and in, uh, I mean, this in did the, have. I'll, I'll, I'll say this that I haven't said. If you look at the uh, the line chart, we've been talking in recent weeks about how maybe the big bang theory isn't. And I mean, and it isn't performing as, as well as it did earlier this year where it was doing really strong ratings. And you would think that that influences the early quarter hours, especially quarter hour one of dynamite. And that hasn't been the case so much in recent weeks, definitely the case in this week, quarter hour one, 1. 1.2 million viewers. And maybe that's what we can say here that, that my math can't account for. What I'm doing in these boxes here is I'm calculating the loss or gain of viewership from quarter to quarter. Uh, you can't do that for quarter hour one because I don't know, certainly as we sit here, I don't know what the Big Bang Theory did. If I had all the data in the world, when we have you know 10,000 subscribers on Patreon, maybe I'll see if I can get a Nielsen subscription and, uh, and then we'll know exactly what, what Big Bang Theory did. We'll, we'll know uh, maybe in a, you know next week sometime what the Big Bang Theory did, but anyway I don't know what quarter hour one gained or lost, um, and there's all different metrics and facts that I, I understand Nielsen will give you in terms of how many people actually tuned in, how many people actually didn't tune in, but they were they stayed they watched the last quarter hour of of the Big Bang Theory, you know how many of those people did you inherit, how many people did actually arrive to watch your show, but anyway. My point is, maybe there's some credit that should go to this first quarter hour. Full disclosure, uh, I had a hand in training Daniel Garcia, uh, who's involved in this quarter, um, in this live promo with, with Chris Jericho. So maybe there's some credit that goes to that first quarter for doing as big as it did when usually this first quarter is not doing 1.2 million viewers. It was the most watched quarter by far in the demo in total viewership. Maybe there's something to that. Again, we've been seeing more of a flat, consistent line in, in recent weeks, which is somewhat reflected in, in the dashed line that we're looking at here on the, t on the chart, right? But we, what we did have is what we've often seen, though, in this year since Dynamite has been on TBS is a really big quarter hour one and then a drop off after that, presumably because you have 
a large audience watching The Big Bang Theory, which is one of the most watched rerun programs on all of cable. And people who are not there to check out Dynamite, they go do something else. Um, maybe some of what actually happened here was that there was genuine interest in that quarter hour one Dynamite segment. Maybe. Anything to add to that? A question? Uh, I mean, nothing much. Uh, we had, you know, the uh, women's wrestling segment was in the second hour, which we, it's been, they've had it in the first hour, is it normally, right? The uh, it, it was back in the uh, or, seven yeah. last week, I believe. Uh, the much talked, I'm sure people would 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 be curious. You know, the much talked about uh, Soraya. How was how's what's what's the appropriate pronunciation? You're a big pronouncer of words, being a ring announcer. Soraya, 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 Soraya. Uh, the much talked about Soraya segment, um, which was in quarter hour five, quarter hour five, uh, top of the hour. This also incorporated. In the same quarter hour, the MJF and Yuta live angle uh, lost 3% of the demo, 2% of the total viewership, which is slightly, slightly lower than the four-week trend. So I don't see a story there. Um, that's, not, that's not a conclusion about whether that segment was good or not. That's just to say that it's not as if tons of people tuned out. Uh, okay. Anything else there before we go? No, uh, I, I wouldn't, you know, just the sky isn't falling. You know, it, it was overall a good month. You're such an AEW shill. I'm, I'm, I'm just such being realistic. And let's talk about WWE ratings soon, <laughs> you know, on SmackDown. Okay. okay. Um, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Hulu. Uh, there is now a tag on the Hulu content on, on, on the WWE content on Hulu, with the exception of SmackDown. SmackDown is a separate deal. Um... I, I I would say I've confirmed that that SmackDown is a separate deal that is sublicensed through Fox. So if SmackDown is not a part of what's happening here. Um, what is a part is Raw and NXT, and I think basically all all the other W content, which includes main event, up next NXT, uh, Miz and Mrs. Bellas, all that stuff. That's all tagged to expire Friday. A few days ago, that was all tagged to expire Tuesday. Tuesday came. This changed from Tuesday to Friday. So I believe that they are working on an extension. I don't know if we're, if they're working on a long extension, a short extension, if they're working on an extension that would expire so that it would expire at the same time that the live rights expire with NBC Universal, which would be September 2024. But I believe they're working on an extension, and that is that is supported by what we're seeing here with where this tag is changing and being pushed off and pushed off. So that's what's happening there. That it, was there anything else in my notes that I was supposed to say here? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Um, moving on. SmackDown. 923 came and went. The White Rabbit. There was no Bray Wyatt. SmackDown, however, uh, did a massive final number which we saw indicated by by a really big fast affiliate what we might call a prelim number um people want to know was the 923 minute which was hyped in in videos and and whatnot correct was the 923 minute the high minute did bray wyatt pop this rating so some people believe, and I don't have enough data to say yay or nay, Bray Wyatt has never drawn a rating. Did he draw a rating here despite the lack of his appearance? Uh, not in that quarter hour. <laughs> well, that quarter hour was the second most viewed quarter hour. Okay, the most viewed quarter hour was the 9 o'clock to 9.15 quarter hour, which did almost 2.8 million viewers. And it did 913 in the demo. What is that? Oh, we have well, not. No, that doesn't apply yet. Uh, but we we do have 913, 913,000 viewers in the demo. Is what as a demo rating? Almost a a point seven zero. Wow. Point seven zero in the demo. Um. So that's what that quarter did, which had Braun Strowman versus Otis and a Brawling Brutes promo and an ad break. Um, so what happened was, the, so I've, I've got uh, some, some limited minute-by-minute information. We don't have it to display on the screen, but, I, but I'm going to tell you what it was. The peak minute, and this is, here, this is, uh, I, I, I told Gullo off-air, we're, we're going to break some minor news. So here's some information that you won't hear anywhere else, right? Uh, the peak minute of SmackDown was not 923, the peak minute of SmackDown was 9.06, in fact. 9.06, which is not a massive quarter. That's, uh, that did what? That did 2.57 million viewers. That's the third, the third most viewed quarter. It's the third most viewed quarter. Uh, that was the, so that quarter hour included the most viewed minute, which did. Take a guess. You can see that this show did what was the show's average? We can go back go back to the table. This show did two point five three five million viewers. What did it do? What is the highest viewed minute? Take a guess. I'm gonna tell you the answer. Uh, nine nine fourteen. No, no. What the the high the most viewed minute was nine oh six. I'm no, so you yeah, that. it's like you said it. Yeah, I so see. Yeah. I'm asking you to guess the viewership, the number of viewers, total viewers, for that 
highest viewed minute at oh. six. Oh, okay. Uh, two, 2.9 million. 3 million. 3.028 million. Just over 3 million. A hair over 3 million. Um, as we know, the wow. show overall, 3.028 million. Show overall did 2.535 million, um, which is the highest since that NFL lead-in game, December 25th, Christmas Day, 2020. Discounting that really exceptional case where it did like 3.3 million viewers on average, uh, you have to go back to March 20th, 2020. That's, I believe, the first pandemic show with no audience. You have to go back to that point to find a SmackDown episode that was as highly viewed as this one. Demo was not as extreme, but but total viewership was. Um, At 9.23... The viewership, well, they were in an ad break. So the answer to everybody's question here, what did it do at 923 when was Bray Wyatt really a draw or not? And what did it do at 923? Because that will tell me the answer whether or not Bray Wyatt's a draw. Well, that, that, that answer is obfuscated because at 923, guess what was on the screen? A commercial. A commercial break. Um, but there was pretty high viewership just before then. Um, that minute, which was the beginning of an ad break, had 2.3 million viewers, which is – uh, below the average, uh, but before the ad break at 9.20, the show had 2.9 million viewers at 9.20. Again, 2.9 million viewers by 9.23, they're in an ad break, and they have 2.3 million viewers. Um, but 2.9 is um, higher by 11% than the average for that quarter hour, which which was what? 2.62. In yeah, any case. 2.626, yeah. In any case, there's there's that information. Uh, we're 22 minutes, 23 minutes in here. Yeah, making good time, making good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's the SmackDown story. Um, all right, tell us about David Zasloff. Yeah. Uh, he, he, sell, is, he, he, he sold it, right? He sold it? Even though he can't no. sell it until 2024, he sold it, right? It's no. all coming down. He no, he's right? not. Um, so uh, he uh, had a quote here. Uh, we are not for sale. Uh, Warner Brothers uh, Discovery CEO David Zaslov told employees at a company Zoom town hall at, on Wednesday, according to several attendees, we have everything we need to be successful to be the biggest entertainment media company in the world. Zaslov acknowledged the industry is going through major change and urged patience. So this is in response to what? Why do you, why do you think he made this statement to employees? Um uncertainty people have put out sales rumors the merger the mbcu thing uh, there's a a, a report in the hollywood reporter a couple weeks ago that perhaps warner brothers discovery would merge with comcast's subsidiary nbc universal this is meaningful to wrestling fans because the two biggest business partners two two most important business partners really i would say in the professional wrestling world are our NBC Universal, maybe Fox, but NBC Universal and, and Warner Brothers Discovery, because Warner Brothers Discovery is the TV partner of AEW, NBC Universal is the most important TV partner of WWE. Um, they can't do it until 2024 anyway. So I take this to be like, yeah, uh, we, we might as well say something because people are, yeah. you know, no, there's probably there's no transparency and then nobody's talking to the employees about this. We may as well have Zaslav say something. I don't think this necessarily means anything about the future and about 2024 and whether or not they're going to merge maybe with with NBC Universal. Um, 
I, I, if I can stress something here, it's just I, I hear people talk about NBC Universal as if it's not part of Comcast. It's part of Comcast. Yeah, it's together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and Comcast is a telecom company. It's a cable system. Um, Lord, what, what, what else does Comcast do? It does something else, but it, but it escapes me. I'm going to yell at myself later. Um, but they would have to probably spin off NBC Universal, and maybe they would want to for, for reasons that media experts could explain better than I could. But, but there's that. I don't, I don't take this to mean much either way, but you know, I can understand why, why he would want to say this and why employees would want to hear him say it. Um, moving on. Foxtel. What's Foxtel? Foxtel, uh, I would assume, is a international uh, television network via Fox. International where? Uh, let's see here. If you say I find in a little chart that you that you're about to show the world, uh, Australia, Australia. So Dateline Stanford Tuesday, WWE and and Foxtel Group, which is is a property of of Fox. Rupert Murdoch controls it as he controls many things in Australia because he's from Australia. Uh, they announced a m- new multi-year partnership that will see Foxtel's Foxtel's Group's portfolio of entertainment brands become the home of W. WWE in Australia. Um, what does this mean? So here's here's the bullet points that they, they give you. Binge, which is the name of a real streaming service. That's it, smart. <laughs> I think it's kind of dystopian, personally. Uh, but anyway, Binge will become the new streaming home of the WWE Network in Australia beginning January 23. They say from January 23. You can tell this is an Australian press release. Uh, from t- January 2023. So this coming January. Uh, it'll include PLEs for $10 a month. It'll become part of the Binge subscription. So Binge is a streaming service. Uh, I, I, I haven't looked into what exactly is on Binge, but it, it sounds like it's becoming like the peacock situation right where there'll be a tab yeah that will say like wwe yeah here's a streaming service that exists and we've sold the rights to the w content to this streaming service which is exactly what we've heard nick Khan say that he wants to do in earnings calls is that they want to they feel that the best way to monetize the WWE content including the ple's is to not as they were in, in australia selling traditional W network subscriptions that the U S used to, to be able to buy, but to license it off to larger media companies that will pay more money than, than the aggregate of consumers will. And I bet they'll, those streaming companies and media companies will, will give W sort of a guarantee of what they're going to get paid. So it's not, it's much more predictable, uh, financially for WB. Uh, and I would guess, you know, at least in the U S case, uh, escalating over time. Um, this binge, uh, a lot of HBO properties on here. Good I, I've, I've gone to their website. There's House of Dragon and Succession and a few others that they're advertising. I see Succession. Have you watched Succession yet? It's only two minutes left. I know you're telling you're, you're you're telling me to. <laughs> you haven't watched Succession yet. You should, you should watch no. it. And think about the McMahon's the entire time. W will continue to be available to Foxtel subscribers on both the Fox Eight channel and on a new dedicated twenty four seven WWE channel, beginning. December. The Fox Group will broadcast on both of these channels, all of WWE's PLEs. So the PLEs are going to be on traditional TV, too, it sounds like, um, as well as they'll be on this streaming network. Um, so maybe if you have cable, if you don't have cable, the PLEs will be there. And there's going to be a 24-7 WWE channel. Uh, 
selected content will continue to be available via Kyo Sports. We're a little bit out of our depth and not knowing exactly what the, the media experience, TV experience is like in, in Australia. So if anybody listening uh, wants to tell us anything that's that's important to understand related to this, please do. Uh, but this sounds like definitely they're getting the, – the TV partners are getting more content. I would guess that means WWE's getting more money. Uh, a lot more. I'm not about to up, upgrade my, my my stock price target, but but this sounds like a, a, a good financial deal for WWE. There's a bunch of logos. This is what the binge logo looks like. Exciting, isn't it? Um, that's it. We're almost at 30 minutes. Anything yeah. else to add or question? No, uh, you know, uh, it's we'll see what the rating now going into October. We'll see out what October tells for AEW, but uh, it seems to be SmackDown. Obviously, Raw is up against against Monday Night Football, but SmackDown seems to be going strong since Triple H took over. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I think Dynamite's doing fine. I think Raw, considering Monday Night Football, is doing fine. Whichever promotion you hate or like, you'll have a different opinion relative to that conclusion. <laughs> and I think SmackDown's doing... It's, it's, we're finally seeing SmackDown do, at least in this case, in one week, do really well while Raw has done particularly well. It, is SmackDown almost doing what Fox probably envisioned in the beginning that no, they would I, do? Probably not. That, that's no. a whole other <laughs> of, of stuff. We, we can talk we can about discuss more. that. Yeah, more yeah. on Sunday. Sunday, eleven a.m. We'll be back on YouTube and we'll be in your podcast feed and so forth and things of that nature. Uh, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.